Hello, and welcome to The Bite, Hope Brooklyn's weekly podcast for bite-sized spiritual thoughts to inspire you as you center your life around God's great story. Thanks so much for listening. We're going to read Matthew 4, verse 18 through 22. As Jesus was walking beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, called Peter, and his brother Andrew. They were casting a net into the lake, for they were fishermen. Come, follow me, Jesus said, and I will send you out to fish for people. At once they left their nets and they followed him. Going on from there, he saw two other brothers, James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John. They were in a boat with their father Zebedee, preparing their nets. Jesus called them, and immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him. So Jesus follows up on the announcement of his very short sermon, the announcement of the kingdom of God that's drawn near, um, with the first step that every church planter knows very well. Uh, He builds a core team. (laughs) He evidently prefers fishermen uh, as those to be part of his core team. We don't know why necessarily, though we can speculate. And he evidently prefers brothers, because the first two people, or the first four people he calls, I should say, are two sets of brothers. What's interesting, though, about this section is how Matthew records the scene. That is to say, it follows a similar progression both times. So Jesus calls Andrew and Peter, and then we see this Greek word eutheos, which means immediately or at once. So he calls And in Eutheos, immediately they respond, they follow him. And in the process of following him, they leave something behind. So we're told that Peter and Andrew left behind their nets. And then when he called James and John, and immediately Eutheos, they followed, they left behind their boat and their father. (laughs) This begs an interesting perspective. Jesus calls. Jesus speaks to us. Jesus announces himself. And we should respond immediately. That is to say, without deliberation or forethought, without planning, and we know it's without planning in this case because we have to leave something behind in the process. Leaving your boat behind, leaving your nets behind, leaving your father behind is seemingly irrational. What's going to happen to them? We don't know. But it doesn't matter because Jesus has called us. I think the reason why Matthew uses that word eutheos, meaning immediately, that he, and he uses it both times, demonstrating that the, the ones Jesus called immediately follow. The reason why he uses that is because he knows that what Jesus is inviting his followers into upon closer inspection will terrify them will seem illogical or irrational. There's going to be a scene later on in Matthew's gospel where there's a a storm and the disciples are in a boat, but Jesus is walking on the water. And Peter asks Jesus, he goes, Lord, if it's you, tell me to come to you on the water. And Jesus says, come. And so he steps out and he begins, Peter begins to walk on the water toward Jesus. But then, interestingly, we're told that Peter sees the wind and the waves. 
See, Jesus told him to come, which demonstrates that God's word is more real than the physical laws of nature. But Peter, even though he immediately came, then he took his eyes off of Jesus' word. He took his eyes off of Jesus and he gave more thought and closer inspection to what was really going on. And what's really going on is that he's walking on water and that shouldn't be the case. And so he starts to sink. I think there's a, a logic in this text for us, wherever you are on your spiritual spectrum. I remember uh, a while back I was praying about stress and anxiety in my life. Um, and there was just so much to be done, both in Anna's company that was just starting and uh, this newly forming church, Hope Brooklyn. And I was stressed and anxious. And as I was praying, I just got this deep sense in my spirit from the Holy Spirit that I need to take Sabbath and I need to take it religiously. That is to say, I need to devote one whole day each week uh, and not look at my email, not look at my phone, um, work as hard as possible to banish all thoughts of work from my mind and to be with Anna and to be with the Lord. And of course, like I knew it. And I actually like was was resolute, but then I started thinking about it a little bit more before I took the first one. And I think this is crazy. I, I, I can't. I can't take a full day. There's too much to be done. So I'll take a half day. And interestingly, and over the course of the next couple months, when um, Anna and I were not religious about keeping Sabbath, when we took half days, the stress and the anxiety didn't go anywhere. Um, it got worse. And then I had another tipping point where I, I just felt the Holy Spirit say, take a full day, turn off the phone. And so we responded immediately at that point. We were like, Okay. And amazingly, um, since starting to incorporate a full day Sabbath with those conditions in our lives, we found we have more time and we're more productive when the days we do work. And I think that that's actually what we'll always experience. God will speak to us and we'll know that what he's saying is him, but we'll also know that it's Man, it strikes us as impossible at first. But like Peter and Andrew, like James and John, respond immediately. Just do it. Just respond. Don't, don't look at the wind and the waves. Don't consider, hey, I'm in a boat, man. I got to you know, tie up these loose ends first. No, just follow. Say yes. And yes, you'll leave something behind. But in the process, you'll discover the one who made the boat, <laughs> who made the wind and the waves. You'll discover a new reality, and it'll absolutely transform you. So I don't know if you're listening to this and you've never followed Jesus. You've never sort of um, said to God, okay, I want to know more about you. And so if that's you, if, if, if you've been compelled, your, your heart is burning within you, then follow. Just say right in your heart, Jesus, I want to follow you. What does that mean? Give me a step. Do it. Do it right now, and then tell someone. And then for if you're listening and you're like me and you've been following Jesus for a while, what is he speaking to your heart? What is he speaking to you? And if you're like me, you probably know something like a, a tangible, literal step you can take. What is it? It'll seem irrational. Do it. 
Respond, you theos. Respond immediately. Lord, our prayer is simple. Give us courage to do that. Right now, we say, Jesus, what do you want to speak to us? What are you asking of us? In our work, in our relationships, in our lives, what are you asking of us? No matter how small or how big it feels, what tangible step do you want us to take? We hear it. Give us the courage to respond immediately. Not to debate it, not to rationalize it away, not to make a pro and con list, but to know that because the Holy Spirit has spoken, because you have spoken, Lord, it's possible and it will happen and it's true. So we take this step in faith. Give us courage, Lord. Amen. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of The Bite. To find out more about the mission and ministry of Hope Brooklyn and to subscribe to our other podcasts and lots more, visit us online at www.hopebrooklyn.org.